The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a plane! Their mission, to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. I can't get over this. So the only thing left to say, of course, is the one obvious thing. Excelsior! Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. Hey, happy Tuesday, everybody. You're watching Splash Pages, powered by the Dorkening Podcast Network. And uh, as uh, always, my name is Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard. And uh, if I don't hit the wrong buttons, we have the Velvet Joker. How's it going, my friend? Good, good. Ready to hawk and roll tonight. <laughs> uh drew my friend how's it going oh he fell asleep what happened are we on are wake we up wake on? up okay um I, i'm glad that i'm on point or target for tonight mm-hmm. um, i'm just gonna sip this i'm just gonna <laughs> mm. oh boy I, i'm sad you guys didn't give me a heads up i would have figured out some uh some arrow puns. You just did. Okay. <laughs> they weren't sharp at all, though. No. <laughs> mm. Leo, you're always on target. Stay on target. Stay on target. 
Yep, especially if the targets were snakes. But we're not going to go there tonight because there is not a single mention of snakes in all of Hawkeye. However, um, so guys, before we start, how was uh, how was your holiday weekend? It was fun. Disney. I had a great time. Well, yes, we, we didn't hear from you. We figured you were stuck in some sort of mishmash of Thanksgiving and Hanukkah, Rich. Um, I, made the, I made the great trek from uh, Mass to Jersey and then the next day to Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. It's a lot yeah. of miles. I had a lovely dinner with my mother, who I mm-hmm. haven't seen in two years because of COVID. Jeez. Right. And uh, we did all kinds of things for her. We emptied her shredder, hung pictures. Um, what, what, what you do? When you don't see family for a while, yeah, all the yeah, things yeah. they were that were waiting for only you to do. Yeah, yeah, we had to get a Disney Plus on her laptop for her, you know, <laughs> all, all the good loving things that a son does. Good, Leo. How was yours? Uh yeah, it was. Uh, you know, um, it was good. It was two families. You know, we stopped by to see my mom, and then, uh, you know, uh, spent most of the time with the in laws, and you know. Did uh, something similar, you know. My my mom needed her AC taken out, so we did that. Uh, but yeah, it was it was just you know some awesome food and just relaxing and mm-hmm. just a long, long, long day. Uh, Jeremy, it is Dal Merge. Uh, so glad you got to go home and do your chores, Rich. That's right, <laughs> good little boy. Yeah, uh, dear and Andrew, and Drew, how about you? Did you have any holiday celebrations? Four Thanksgivings. Oh, wow. Four. So I had a Friendsgiving on Sunday in Connecticut. And then on Thursday, it was Thanksgiving with my family. Um, and then Friday, I worked, which I'm not even going to go there. And then I drove deep in Jersey to my my girlfriend's family on her dad's side. And then the next day... We had Thanksgiving with her mom, her dad, and her brother. And then after that, <laughs> um, put up the Christmas tree the next day and went to a game night, or as I put it, afters-giving. afters-giving. Oh, I saw that. You, you were hanging out with Kevin and Jacqueline. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was great. Uh, so after that, I said to myself, never again. Because four is just so, so, so many. I, yes, Jeremy, I know how very much I look. I actually slept in today and my body was like, what? You're not up at six o'clock doing things? I was like, nope, some days I'm just like dead. Um, no, but it was great. You know, got to see a lot of people, got to enjoy a lot of food. I had four cases of the itis. Um, so, or as I like to put it, Drew needs new sweatpants. Um, yeah, have you unbuckled one belt buckle? I'm buckled, my God! I I, I I transitioned. I went from dress to sweats. Oh, same um, here. Nice. <laughs> you know, that's that. You you do that in that that nice little changeover between dinner and dessert. You just casually slip away, and then just like, all right, cool. Let's do the pie. Let's do the you know way. Let's do this. You just sit comfortably, and people wonder why you're a bit more limber. I was like, nope, don't have the oppressiveness of tight slacks. Um, thank you, Jeremy. We're, we're glad it's Tuesday too. There's nothing better I like to do than spend, uh, you know, my eight to nine range with these knuckleheads, but you know, it's all good. Um, 
No, but it was it was really good. But I just can't believe like tomorrow is December, and then I'm thinking oh, yeah. of all the things I got to do, and I'm just like, I look forward to four days of December <laughs> to enjoy. <laughs> so, you know, but but glad to be here, guys. Yeah. Let's do this. Uh, speaking of getting up at six o'clock, did anybody watch the uh, the South Park post COVID special? No, no. Was it good? Oh, so good. And they 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 fuck with people. Of course they do. That's South Park. It, it, it's uh, they they purposely uh, very loudly uh, direct Alexa during the show many times. That's good. Like. You know, it was shutting off people's TVs. I'm sure there are a bunch of alarms set because uh, multiple times throughout the show, they're like, uh, Alexa, set an alarm for 7 a.m. You know, it's uh... <laughs> and uh, Alexa. So it takes place in the future. It's like 40 years in the future. It's like when COVID's like about to end. And oh uh, <laughs> Alexa is like some hologram, like mean uh person that's hilarious is it's like you think it's an abusive relationship and then it turns out that it's actually alexa in holographic form oh god and, and speaking of things in holographic form i just enjoy the name this time because before we had very official names like covid alpha dental and then the omnicron and i'm just like it's transformer that's exactly what i said i was just like so now so I was like, so COVID is the work of the Decepticons? Absolutely. This is the, this is the most heinous thing they've ever done. Um, and I just, I just, every time I keep hearing it, they're like, oh, the Omnicron. I'm like, they're here. The Cybertronians are attacking. Where's the AllSpark? Drew, at your suggestion, um, I finally got around to watching that Jurassic Park Dominion trailer. Oh, yes. nice. What do you think? And, wow. The CGI is so beautiful. It was, you know, because it's not a it's not a huge action. Wait, is this genuine? It, I just have to ask. Is, is it was is, five it... minutes? Yeah, I'm being totally genuine. Okay, I, cool. I just I'm I thought just it was sorry. so beautiful. I I really I was impressed with the mm -hmm. level. I mean, they're they're showing a, a a fair amount of the creatures, the dinosaurs, mm -hmm. and um, you know, just in a, a living type situation. And goddamn, is the detail amazing! Yeah, like me and Harley were both blown away. It, it really beautiful. If you haven't seen that trailer, definitely check it out. And, and I, think, I, I yeah. love it how the last shot in the past is the mosquito landing on the dinosaur. Yeah, that was fucking. That cool. was a nice touch. Yeah, and I have to say, I the transition was really great. How it went from the the past to the present, and um, I was just like, oh my god! Like I was like, wow, that was flawless. And then you really just get an idea of how chaotic things have been since Dinosaur and Man are now living together. And it is just, it's so funny. And it's, it's so funny because in my head, I kept imagining that the T-Rex was like a kid looking for his mom. So I just imagine him just like, that's why he's running around screaming and whatnot. So at one point I was just like, can someone pick this kid up? Like, damn. Um, but... I just, and I know like people generally, you know, again, like people play it off like, oh yeah, if a T-Rex is doing that, I was like, I was like, dude, if you were, you had a giant man-eating dinosaur, you don't act like you would do any better. You would freak the hell out, scream and run. Like people always try playing it off that they wouldn't react a certain way. And I'm like, excuse me, you 100% would. Oh, hell yeah. 
you, you know, so don't act like you're going to be more of a hero than you are. So, but I think for once, I was just really glad that that trailer did not give anything away, but it really, um, it just was five solid minutes of good entertainment that I feel really showed a good homage to the past connections to the, the dress parks we know and gave us a teaser of what to expect in this new one. I was like, wow, finally someone gets it. Right. And they didn't really ruin the premise of the movie at all, which yeah. is great. Exactly. So, so it was just, I'm so glad you got to watch it. That was great. I, I have to say, I, I've had to kind of pull away from the internet because um, they're just going in on all these Spider-Man mini TV spots. And I'm just like, and I'm just like, I want to watch the movie. Like, can we chill, please? Um, and speaking of, did you guys see how quickly the the tickets for opening night have sold out? Like, I think oh, they're yeah. anticipating it was like a hundred million. Uh, last opening. I saw, last I saw, I think it's like a two hundred million. Two hundred million opening night, and and I'm just like, and I'm just like, yeah, Omnicron be damned. Did they say a day or two totally sold out? Mm-hmm. And wow. I'm just like, oh, I'm like, okay, I'm just fine. It's now, okay. is that only going to be a movie release? What's 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 the digital plan, Leo? You must know. Uh, well, lately it's been like uh, 45 days after. So, okay, uh, but they haven't announced anything. For no, no, no. Uh, the last thing they announced is Eternals, which is going to be January 12th. Okay. okay. So I'll be yeah, able to watch that finally. Yeah, so you, yep, you figure, yep. you know, like two months, you know. But, yeah, I mean, and then I don't know if we've ever discussed this, but just briefly before we get into Hawkeye, what are our thoughts about Matrix Resurrections? It's going to be a movie. Thank you, Leo. It'll be interesting <laughs> to see Neo reprise the character almost 20 years later. Yeah. Uh, Leo, I'll quote one of my favorite movies. Thank you, Lewis. That was short and pointless. <laughs> um, but... I mean, I saw it, and I'm not gonna lie, I, I liked it. But there are certain—I don't want to say. Wait, it's trailer. out. Well, no, no. I, I mean, I saw the trailer. Okay. I saw the trailer. Um, there are certain things that I—I I, I had some some red flags. You know, like not exactly like full-on alarm bells, but definitely like like lukewarm tingling. Um, for me, a few the for a few things. One. We have bring back Neo, we bring back Trinity, but why is Lawrence Fishburne's character recast? So, and it seems like nobody really approached Lawrence about that. So there's that. Um, and then the other big thing is, so he shaves for Bill and Ted 3, which I still have yet to see, and I, I'm going to get to it. Um, uh, Jeremy says Morpheus is dead. Okay, there you go. Thank you. Well, that's myth's been busted. Back to my point. And then it's just John Wick. And I understand that he filmed John Wick 4 and Matrix back to back, which you got to give credit to that man, you know, going from two extremely physical, probably, role. yeah, physical roles at his age. I mean, he's not, you know, um, you know, he's not in his 20s anymore, you know, jumping off of, of, of speeding buses, you know, with Sandy Bullock. So that's pretty impressive. But at the same time, I'm just seeing it. I'm like, so, so he came back as John Wick? Like, you know, 
And then on top of it, there's only one Wachowski directing it. And I'm just like, did one decide that it was enough? Like, I don't know. Like I said, small things. Um, I'm still up in the air if I'm going to see it. Um, but I mean, it's definitely intriguing to me. Um, so, well, it, it's it's HBO, so I mean, we'll be able to get to see it, you know, with our HBO membership. Right. Uh, Jeremy says Morpheus died in the video games, which is continuity. Uh, it's stupid, but there it is. Um, yeah, I, I'm cautious about it as well. I mean, the last two movies absolutely sucked. Um, really, I kind of liked Reloaded a little. I mean, the one that for me I walked out was Revolutions. I was like, nope. Yeah. Oh, nope. I just remembered something uh, interesting. Have you guys checked out the new Dexter Bloodline yet? Yes, I haven't. Yes. Oh, How is it? Are you up to date, Leo? Uh, I... Three episodes. Three episodes. Yes, yes, I'm up to date. Ooh, that third episode. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, Drew, get on board. Uh, uh, okay, I'll add that to that long. I know there's so many things. Like I still haven't watched so many movies and so many things yet. But yeah, yeah. that was uh, worth checking out. Okay, Def but definitely, definitely will. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Before we get into that, uh, yeah. just yeah. real quick, uh, I did see Ghostbusters. Absolutely loved it. Uh, not going to say anything about it because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Uh, but no, 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 no. But Leo, why don't we? Can you confirm what I told Rich last time when I pulled you both? Is it not true that you will need tissues for the third act? Oh hell yeah, yeah! I, I was I was crying my eyes out. That's there you awesome. go. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward. I want to be emotionally moved. That sounds. Oh, awesome. I, I I was I was emotionally moved in a jumpsuit. I mean that was that's about as devastating as it gets for me. You, you know? drops on my jumpsuit. I mean it was it was. Listen, I I don't really cry very often and during movies. There are some that get me teary, but not full on like so so um but yeah, I think it's great. Um but I do see what I do see where, where some people are criticizing about and I do I do see their point. Um I know some people are really going ham on it and i don't really agree with that but you know how there are some people some people just want to attack it like the thing just shot their childhood in front of them yeah mm -hmm. um and i was just like i was like have you seen star wars recently like you know um i would have of, to imagine that they're setting up uh this as the future franchise it could be and speaking of leo i don't know if you saw but speaking of star wars i don't know if you saw but there's also i think there was another was there another um Legend of Boba Fett trailer. I seem to recall there yes. was. Yes, there was. Yes, mm -hmm. I saw that. And I was like, Whoa. I was like, man, they're building the, up the, this series. Great. The new trailer has me more interested in seeing it. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Well, listen, you're our resident Star Wars guy. So, you know, if you say, you know, two um two Star Destroyers up, I'm like, okay, man, that's that's they're pretty big. So okay, you yeah. got it. Well, yeah. the new, new trailer shows that it looks like they're going to address how he got out of the Sarlacc. Which has been one of the biggest questions of Boba Fett lore for years. Yeah. It was addressed in the comics, but never we've never seen it addressed on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, lo I love the comics rendition, like the old 80s one where the jaw was found. I'm th thinking he was like a robot. Mm -hmm. dug him out but uh, I, I know we need to get to Hawkeye but uh, Rich, I have something for you. You do. I oh, do. No. Uh oh. Here uh -oh. we go. 
Okay, on this episode of Splash Pages, the comic book club, we're talking about the graphic novel Hawkeye, My Life as a Weapon. This is the Matt Fraction David Aja run that takes place during Hawkeye number one through number five, and also includes Avengers number six. This run of Hawkeye was published in 2012, and to prepare us for this adventure, let's take a little step back in time. So prepare to time circuits. Captain, time travel circuit set for 2012. Here we go. Channeling my inner Sophia. Picture Sicily 2012. Gas costs us a whopping $3.64 a gallon. We paid a crazy low ticket price of $7.92 to go to the movies. And in movie do- news, movie dude, <laughs> movie news, uh, Disney bought Star Wars from George Lucas for four billion dollars. Four billion dollars. Uh, the top grossing movies of 2012 were The Avengers, The Dark Knight Rises, The Hunger Games, Skyfall, and Twilight Saga: Breaking Dawn Part Two. If you stayed at home to watch the boob tube, you were probably watching one of these top shows, including NCIS, Sunday Night Football, Big Bang Theory, NCIS Los Angeles, and Person of Interest. If you're a gamer, 2012 brought us the release of the PlayStation Vita along with Nintendo's Wii U. We also saw Far Cry 3 and Borderlands 2 released, but the top selling games of 2012 were Call of Duty Black Ops No. 2, Madden NFL 13, Halo 4, Assassin's Creed 3, and Just Dance number 4. For us comic dorks, Bazooka Joe comics was discontinued. And, uh, you know, if you're not an old fart and you have no idea what I'm talking about, Bazooka Joe was uh, a comic that came in the chewing gum of uh, Bazooka Chewing Gum. And uh, you got a nifty little comic along with your your nasty tasting gum. Uh, also in 2012, you could see Batman Live. It was a touring stage show including theatrical circus and stage magic that focused on Batman for some reason. Magic for Batman. Uh, and it looks like this happened in the UK. So along with the awesome New 52 books by DC, the top-selling books of 2012 were Walking Dead number 100, Uncanny Avengers number 1, Avengers vs. X-Men number 1, Amazing Spider-Man number 700 and all new X-Men number one. So that concludes our travel back in time. I hope we're all prepared to cover this amazing comic. And uh, with that, we travel back to where the comic is now you're watching this. That was so bad. Bravo, bravo. Uh, that, I did that for you, Rich. I know you were asking for it. So it's, that was it, awesome, man. That was a lot of work. God damn, that was awesome, Leo. Thanks well, again, you. past Leo. <laughs> okay, let me share the screen here so we can talk about Hawkeye. Okay. Yeah, so uh, who's, whose uh, call was this? Um, I think uh, I, I think this was something that Drew wanted, but I think I brought it up because the TC show was coming out. The yeah, Disney this this, this kind of humor sounds like me. I'm not going to lie about it. I'm pretty sure this was me because I read this. I read this 2020. It was around when COVID happened. I went to a library and they had like three volumes and a friend of mine was like you gotta read this and i was like okay cool you know enough time has passed that i i, I feel like i can read this and i did and i i i did what 
he did what Rich, you did. I, I read three volumes of it. I thought it was absolutely perfect. And I, I still have to finish it, but I, I was like, wow. And then when I heard that they were using it as part of the basis for the Hawkeye series, I was like, this shit's going to rock. Hell yeah, man. So Great. I'll take the credit for that. There you go. And they did, um, I did notice at the end of the first episode, they do have a Matt Fraction on the project. So, Well, there you go. He's I a mean, supervising he's... producer, it's it. Well, you know, and it's funny because right now there's, I don't know if it's exactly a controversy, but there's a severe criticism to the series because apparently one of the main the series' main artists, David Aja, has been calling out that they used a lot of, you know, the series that he worked on um, as inspiration and they even used some images that were basically based on his but marvel has never credited him for it never cut him a check so a lot of fans have been well i don't know if it's a lot but it's definitely taken a notice um are boycotting the series because they feel it's marvel is treating him unfairly which brings up a lot of interesting questions about you know work for hire uh and whatnot which then it's just, it's a big discussion that we do not have time for, but, but yeah, but back to this series, God, what a, what a, what a fun romp. And it's, it's also funny because I feel like it kind of really injected some good personality into Clint Barton, who I hate to say it, like a lot of people for this series, I always kind of overlooked him. Kind of right. like, I feel like, yeah, I kind of feel the way that people overlook Green Arrow, at least as people did in the past, just because they were like, okay, he's a dude. He's a, he's a, in, in Green Arrow's case, it was like, it's a rich dude who shoots arrows. Like, like this one, I was like, he's a former criminal turned superhero who has no powers whatsoever. Like, it's just, it's one of those, I was like, were you a sweepstake Avenger? <laughs> you know, did you win a raffle and just happened <laughs> to, to, to contribute? Um, do you, do you think that, um, the Marvel series that they're using those to sort of like repair uh, what people think about certain events and certain people, you know, mm -hmm. like Age of Ultron, right. you know, uh, WandaVision was like, you know, hey, you know, everybody pretty much didn't like this movie, but you're going to love it now because of WandaVision. Uh, same mm -hmm. thing with uh, Thor to Dark Thor, you know. And, well, uh, well, I think if you're asking my opinion as someone who's read comics for a while, I think what they're doing is filling in gaps in the MCU with good storytelling. And they're also giving characters who unfortunately took a bit of a back burner to other characters. They're just due. For instance, like you can say, like it definitely WandaVision fleshed out Scarlet Witch and Vision far better than any Avengers did. Um, you know, uh, Sam Wilson and then um, and then uh, Bucky, you know um, James Buchanan. They've their story got so much more elaborated on with Falcon and Winter Soldier, and you can say the same thing with Loki. Like we have so much appreciation now for this variant of Loki. Um, so I feel like it's a clever way to to continue the mcu but in a way that again instead of just one almost three hour movie we have five to eight 
one hour movies. It's the kind of the same way what way that Netflix did for their their superheroes, their Marvel characters, you know, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Guy and Fist, um, you know, even Defenders. You know, we now know them so much better because of that. So this is just kind of giving people their just due. And it's also surprising that DC hasn't really done this, although they kind of were doing it first because you had the Arrowverse. So, so in my long analysis of that, maybe. <laughs> so. uh, Jeremy says uh, they fixed Iron Man 3 with Shang-Chi. And uh, is the Hawkeye yeah. show in the 616? I heard uh, uh, spec it's a different universe. I would say from what we were shown in the uh, first episode with the uh, flashes to the Avengers movie, um, that it is in that same oh, yeah. regular MCU universe and timeline. Oh, yeah, it is. It's just again, it's funny because a lot of these little mini series kind of are like uh, like are, are the Netflixes. Like this one with the way Clint acts and behaves, it almost feels like like the Avengers are such an afterthought. And I kind of think that you need that because then you focus more on the characters as a character versus hi, it's Hawkeye of the Avengers. You know, this one it's Clint Barton who is kind of an Avenger. You right. Know. So this in the comic, this is supposed to be his time off when he's not being an Avenger. Exactly. But I mean, you also have to give credit to Matt Fraction. I mean, he just knows how to move the story along at such a good pace. But it's very cinematic. You can see why um it's very adaptable. And then also on top of it, I feel like it totally elaborates more of Clint. I mean just this opening shot, it's such an action shot. It's him jumping off of a building. And you're like, this dude can't fly. He doesn't have a magic hammer or a suit of armor. If he doesn't have a trick arrow, he's going to go splat. You know? So, Sometimes that's the way it goes, bro. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> so, I got you, bro. Bro. <laughs> so, I'm not... That's the funny thing is I don't even know how to elaborate on some of this stuff but i i feel like this first issue here set up a lot of the stories of the series very well because sometimes some comics do the jumping around very quickly and mm -hmm. it th it throws off the narrative but i thought this was great like just the way that it jumped and established so many different plot points within the first let's say like three comics i was like wow superb pacing so again kudos to matt fraction right there poor poor lucky the pizza dog gets hit by a car i i, th I think kicked by one of the bros i gotta be honest with you if, if i can say one thing i really want to see jeremy renner do this the trick of using change to shatter things because oh. i'm sorry if i can learn that for myself i mean what a party trick <laughs> you know Although I did have a friend who almost taught me how to use playing cards in a uh, in that fashion, like you could use them as an offensive weapon. All right, bullseye. A, a bullseye or gambit, either one works. <laughs> well, if you can charge them too with some electricity or some some sort, you know, that would be impressive. Rich, Rich, I'm I'm just trying to I'm just trying to make an impression. I'm not trying to be a hero. So All right, Drew. Keep going. Keep going, you, Neil. You keep your mutant power secret. You know, do what you do. So uh, 
did one of you I, I have it up uh if you don't uh but did you want to do a quick synopsis of uh no uh, you do it i don't have my tablet on me leo so go okay. ahead why don't you just go yep. for it this is just a real quick one uh, so hawkeye kate bishop cars brawls and videotape Clint Barton, a.k.a. the self-made hero Hawkeye, fights for justice and good rooftop barbecues. And with ex-young Avenger Kate Bishop by his side, he's out mm -hmm. to get some downtime for being one of Earth's mightiest heroes in this fan-favorite sensation from creators Matt Fraction and David Aja. All right, so here's the question now. She was Hawkeye at one time, but in this mm -hmm. comic, she's supposed to be nine years old. What was she, five when she was Hawkeye? What the hell? Uh, no, that's comic book aging, Rich. Uh, it's like 10 years is like one month. Got it. <laughs> um, no, she was a teenager when she started, um, when she was in the Young Avengers, and then, you know, that, that slow aging. Right, um, right, right, right. And right. I that know. Marvel aging thing. Yeah, and I know in this in this trade paperback they have the young issue, Young Avengers issue six, which was written by Matt Fraction, which had his Clint's first meeting of Kate, of Kate and the discussion of who would assume uh, the Hawkeye mantle. Um, but I speaking of, I mean, you can't get a better, funnier yet weirder side villain than these these Russian bro gangsters like i i'm very excited to start seeing these at conventions because everything's be like it's okay bro you know bro yeah everything is just bro and i'm like i can't <laughs> they're they're uh i was gonna say they're wearing the wrong color but you know it was uh in, in the in the show they're all uh red as right? i said they're all red aren't they yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Some royal Tenenbaums level tracksuits right there. Yeah, absolutely. But, all right. So, Leo, Leo, for once, Leo, you can just flip and we'll let you know when to stop. <laughs> you know, the, I will say I did love this scene where he's going in to bargain for the building and he's just playing it so cool. And you're like, you're going to fuck it up, Hawkeye. Like, like you're going to fuck it up. He just comes in and is like, I got a big bag of money. I'll buy the building. You can't triple everybody's rent. Yeah. I don't care what your objective is. He's shuffling the card. And they're like, no, bro. No, no, bro. That's mm. not our objective, bro. <laughs> uh, just just real quick. I, I know we don't want to spoil the show for those people that didn't see the show yet. Uh, but uh, we will point out, you know, maybe like one or two similarities, similarities like uh, uh, the dog does get a slice of pizza in the show. Yes. Absolutely. But at go. this point, he is not named. I don't believe. And, and I got to say, I love how Hawkeye later on is like, "Yeah, it wasn't even good pizza." I was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Clint would be in some shitty dollar store pizza. So, yeah, look at this. He's playing it so cool. And uh, he goes and he gets captured on purpose by the bros. Mm -hmm. So he can meet the boss. The boss. Yeah, even uh, the dog getting kicked. I mean, uh... yeah, I'm so sad. And uh, Hawkeye goes and brings the poor injured dog to the vet, and he's like, "You, you, you fix this dog. Do it." And and at the, on the dog tag, the dog's name is Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> 
and he's like, nah, that's that's not gonna do it all. I'm just gonna name you Lucky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but well, yeah. a little too uh, on the dog nose there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, you know, bit. he's kind of kind of have a rough exterior in this or or this personification of him, and the dog softens that. So that's nice. And then we finally have in this issue, we finally have him hanging with Kate. I mean, and I got to say, again, the chemistry between the two of them is just fantastic. You know, you've got this younger, cocky, former rich girl turned superhero. And you have this hero who is an orphan raised by carnies to be a criminal, uh, then became an Avenger but has never really felt like he belonged. So it's funny because when I'm watching this scene, I don't know why, but I don't know if you guys remember reading the Hush comic, Batman. I just, mm-hmm. that scene in the opera with Bruce and Selena, I had like that kind of, you know, where they're just enjoying the opera and then it gets interrupted by Harley. Like I, this this gave me that kind of vibe. Oh, I haven't um, read that since, I, since it came out. I'm going to have to reread that. Yeah, but, uh, well, yes, you haven't lived, Rich, so you've seen... Harley Butcher Pagliacci. Well, that I, I look forward to seeing. Oh yeah, nothing like nothing like uh, seeing the word Rice Krispies used in an opera. Um, uh, but... Just just real quick, so just thinking as you know a, a writer for Disney and, and like as they're going through the storyline, um, seeing this scene right here with with. Uh, with the circus and everything going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think this could have been used with inspiration for uh, Rogers the musical? One hundred percent. Yeah, that would have been a perfect oh. way to just kind of slip that in there because it, they, everyone, oh, it's all part of the show. <laughs> Not now in in this page you have open right here, Leo. Um, in the middle of the first page, we've got all the baddies that are notorious in Marvel for being gangsters. We've got the yeah. owl. Um, and then I'm not sure who that female is. And we've mm-hmm. got Hammerhead, Tombstone, Tombstone, Madam Mask, and the Kingpin. Right. And at this t- point in time, the Kingpin is running the hand. So, okay. You know, so we gotta gotta remember that not only is he Wilson Fisk, you know, international crime lord, but he's now the head honcho for the hand, which is, as we know, is a huge enemy of their mutual enemy daredevil right so. and uh he's also more uh, sumo like and uh there's actually a few comics where he's actually in that little uh, diaper and it's, it's not pretty dear god continue can't unsee that on. can't unsee <laughs> that at all i i will say the thing that i love because i haven't reread this in a while is seeing the connection like the personal stake that clint has in this it's not just the circus memories of the circus but He's meeting someone that he worked with, someone who was raised just like him, but remained a criminal while he got a chance out. And of course, in true fashion, um, Clint and Kate decide to wreck this. Um, No, it's just, again, like I said, it was just wonderful how you got the bailout. And personally, like, what a great scene. Although, do you guys, like, she's not killing them is she are these is she killing these people i was kind of wondering that like uh i thought he said that she didn't right she didn't right they're all like stunned or injured right it's not yeah like like severely injured okay uh, cool because i kind of wondered about that yeah what? um rich yes uh not spoiling anything but the guy on the left 
Yes. Do you think we've seen him already? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. Well, he's also the history of Clint Barton. Mm-hmm. Um, which you may have to look into, Leo, so we okay. don't actually say what we're gonna. You want to say? Please okay. don't. No, I won't. No, I, I was yeah. just. Uh, yeah, just, just it just hit me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because uh, they brought it up where she actually killed somebody, right? And that was was that in the Avengers number, the Young Avengers number six at the end, or where they, where they made a big deal about her like killing somebody? I have no idea. But but I I just do do enjoy how that literally in the end Hawkeye basically ripped off all these major crime people. So I was like, "Yep, Clint, you're an archer. Why don't you make a bigger target for yourself?" You know. <laughs> but I know. I feel like we should keep track of how many arrow puns we can make. <laughs> um, this one I thoroughly enjoyed. I think out of the, I mean, the whole thing is great, but this one was on my favorites because it just plays on such a trope. Um, because the entire thing is just talking about Clint and bad decisions, <laughs> you know, and the entire time he's being chased by again, red suited bros in little, like, like it just, this to me felt very much like those old chase movies in the seventies, you know? Which I think is what it's kind of an homage to. I mean, the the henchmen and little cars, rocking machine guns, matching cars. I was like, yeah, this has got to be some sort of homage. Um, the, the dangerous girl shows up in the hot car, and she's like, mm-hmm. oh. two seconds later, you're in bed with her, and you got to help her. Yeah, listen, this is. I'm sorry that when he's jumping yeah. is that is so iconic. Oh, and they get the little old school Hawkeye thing to to block his. Uh, yep. His arrow. Yeah, and then what I just love is that you got that, and then you just have that word caption, nope, everything sucks. Like, I was like, boy. And that doesn't describe some people when they try to wake up in the morning. I don't know what will. That, that, that's what happens when you wake up too late and you realize you're going to be late to work. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that scene when you were talking about... Um... Leo and not having any snakes in this episode, but I was like, but Hawkeye's trouser snake definitely makes Shut up. <laughs> but also, I'm sorry. I also, like, again, this thing had so many great moments, but you gotta love Kate just like, he's just pulling on his clothes and then she's like, really? With the, the shirt and the abs and everything? I was like, oh my God. <laughs> All of these. And then we saw so many trick arrows, man. There's so many trick arrows in this one issue. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, did he ever get his tape to mark them? I don't know. I don't think so. I think he used all of them. Um, I just love it that they're driving all the same car. Right? That's that's just hilarious. Yeah. Just Now, is, is the tracksuit mafia, are they prevalent in, in the, uh, M, uh, the Marvel? No, no. this, is, this no. is specifically a Hawkeye creation, man. This is all Fraction and Aja. But, oh. but reading further into the story, further than we're going to discuss tonight, mm-hmm. um, they do seem to have a seat at the table with like Wilskin Fisk and all those other guys that we mentioned earlier. Yeah. So they could just, you know, but again, but 
Marvel does this sometimes. They'll create characters and then no one will use them. And then until someone realizes, oh, hey, you remember that? Hey, wouldn't that be cool if I brought that back? Yeah, like we haven't seen like the Magia and Silvermane in like a decade or two. Yeah, but they that do I'm aware of that I'm aware of. They do pop up every once in a while, Maja and then whatnot. But Boomerang Arrow, yeah, come back. <laughs> like it's just so classic. And then God, that car. Like that car's done. <laughs> that toad, Clint. And then again, it's it's such a cliche ending, you know, mystery girl kisses the the the, the lone hero and is kind of not really sidekick. I'm just like I can't, but it again. I think you got to really admire that everything is paced so well that again, what would have taken some people two issues, matter of fact, just is one, and it's great. Yeah. Oh, this it was story. Hawkeye that killed somebody. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Right. This story again, a nice two-parter. So. Get a little cap. Yep. A little cap, one panel. You know what's nice is that uh, the, like this one especially had a kind of Silver Age feel to it to me. You know, you got the helicarriers, you got shield agents and their uniforms, you got cap. You know, this to me felt a little bit more, and especially because you got like characters like Madame Mask and whatnot. It, it had that Silver Agey adventure feel to me. Like a Nick Fury agent of shield type? Kind of, you know, but it was again like it still fit, you know. You kind of sometimes when they when they do different artists and just the vibe is just so fundamentally different, you're like, oh, this is kind of throwing me off. Like this fit in with like the Aja uh, uh, mood. So, but keep going. So, just real quick with this, uh, you know, we get cap in this. Uh, do you think with the show? I know we're still early and, you know, there, there are some people calling for Wilson Fisk to come into it. Um, mm-hmm. But you think we would see, you know, maybe cap the new cap or, uh, or Luke cage. You know, honestly, it's really hard to say, but I mean, I wouldn't put it past Marvel to throw cameos like that. Um, I don't know. It's, it's really hard to say, but yeah, I, I feel like, I would love to see Matt Murdock show up. I'll tell you that. Yeah. The amount of legal trouble Clint gets into. Holy shit. He's going to need a good lawyer. Right. Um, and that ties into what we were discussing before the show is the rumors of a possible uh, D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk, the kingpin, which is a possible rumor or fake out. Yeah. Be, cool. You know, it, it would be beneficial for them to have uh, Daredevil in this uh, while Matt Murdock. You know, going into yeah. Spider-Man coming out, you know, in a in a couple weeks. We'll see. I mean, again, anything anything's possible. But I mean, there's definitely a strong chance, especially since we've established that Madripoor is a thing in the MCU. Yeah. So you know, fact that Clint's here. Um, but will we see Mephisto? Don't even. Um, Leo. Mephisto's everywhere. Reddit. <laughs> but. Oh my god! And it's just even this scene here. Like, how, how do six different people try to steal your wallet, and they still get away with it? I'm like, dude. <laughs> and then Clint is a cabbie. I was like, I can't. This is too funny. But keep going. 
Madam Mask, who predominantly I mostly knew as an Iron Man bad mm-hmm. villain. Yeah, she so. was, and then she evolved a little bit more. She was involved with the Hood for a while, mm-hmm. and then um, yeah, she kind of like she found her own footing. I mean, this was the first time I remember seeing her actually in a comic that wasn't as part of an ensemble. Mm-hmm. So, but the the twist for me that it was Kate all along was just wonderful. I was like, I had no freaking idea. And then you just see her. I was like, wow, you got some ballsy moves, little kid. Absolutely. And, and to, you know, switch tables, you know, where, uh, where she saves uh, Clint. Mm-hmm. Man sure likes falling out of things, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Bad decisions. Yeah, he keeps getting knocked out for sure, too. I mean, it's just out of all the people, it's just in this series, it's never Clint Barton's day. Bad to the head, bullet to the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Thrown out of like <laughs> falling out of a building. Being chased by ninjas, but but it, well, it definitely shows his, his, you know, as opposed to other superheroes, his frailty, you know, and uh, definitely adds more uh, humanity to him. Mm-hmm. I did like this a little. What's coming up next? Kind of to me felt a little diehard nod. I mean, he lost a shoe. I was thinking that myself. Yeah. Yeah. He breaks through the glass. He's like, oh, glass. Barefoot. Ow, ow, ow. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) But I got to say, I'm sorry. This was one of the most genuine threats I've ever seen um, a villain want to do to a hero. Like, Madame Mask is so pissed at what Kate did. She would literally smoke an entire pack of cigarettes and keep putting them out on Kate's face. I was like, wow. Like it's subtle, but it it's like wow. Super dark. So yeah, exactly. Like you don't expect it. And I think it's it's one of those moments where because all you see are her eyes, it makes it that much more terrifying. Cause you can tell Madame Mask, Iron Man, she she holds it, he shows grudges. Yeah, so you go, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> I just feel like it's more and more Kate is very constantly have to take care of Clint because he has just fallen apart. You'd think is that, is that one of the guards from Modoc? Uh, Aim? Yeah. yeah, that's totally, that's, that's from him. Okay. I'm starting to piece things together. <laughs> I took you long enough. <laughs> but yeah, keep going. I love how the book, you know, it's, it's, I'm oh, sorry. I hit my microphone there. Uh, it definitely moves fast and, uh, you know, it's not over, over complicated with, uh, with drawn out, uh, you know, drama. No, the story is a very beginning, middle end. It's not, oh, you'll have to wait till the next issue to find out. It's like, nope, this is our story, you know? And again, this whole thing you you think you really believe clint killed somebody and then you see it was all a decoy and it's just great because again he he didn't lie to kate he was like yeah i've never killed anyone and i'm just like 
And I'm like, I'm sure there's some Hawkeye comics that say otherwise, but sure. What? But yeah, then, and it's, it's you know, it was all to uh, to draw out the, uh, you know, uh, the, mole. the leak. Yeah, the mole. Mm-hmm. If I lose you guys, my laptop is running out of power. Oh, well, we it's will fine. we will make this fast then. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, I got a little confused when it switched to Young Avengers. I'm like, what's what's happening? Well, yeah, well, because this was also written by Max Fraction. I can answer this. So this story was written by Mac Fraction, drawn by Alan Davis. Um, great, great, phenomenal artist. Did Excalibur. I did a lot of X-Men and stuff back in the day. This is basically showing back in the day when um, Kate met Clint first. And this is back when he was rocking the Ronin uh, identity. And that was during New Avengers. Because he had been dead. Um, and then he came back after the event at House of M, kind of trying to figure his shit out, came back to New Avengers. They gave him the Ronin costume that Echo had been rocking for a while. And then he did that for a while. And then he met Kate. And then it was really more of a question of of the bow that he had was Hawkeye's bow. That was given to her by Captain America when the Young Avengers first started. So Clint was like, I want my bow back. I'll shoot you for it. So they have um, an archery contest. And this is also full of young Avengers drama because you got people hitting on people. You've got, you know, everybody apparently wants to date Kate. And I'm just like, oh, gosh, young love, <laughs> you know, because you had the Patriot. And then I think that Speed, one of Wanda Maximoff's kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said, just flip forward. Leo. Let's get to the archery contest. Skip the teen drama. There you go. All right, there you go. See, you got that. And then she challenges Hawkeye. And I just enjoy that she challenges him. He's got his bow and he's just got some dime store regular archery bow. And he totally gets it, man. He totally beats her. So, flip, Leo. You gotta keep going. That's it. Oh, what? That's the end. Yeah. Really? No, no. Yeah. It's because just we've read so much further. Yes. I guess so, because that's that's so weird. Yeah, this is the uh the, the first book. No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the issue itself. There's so much more because um Kate decided that she wasn't gonna give him the bow. He goes back to steal it. He overhears yeah. some of the con- yeah. She, wait, she yeah, goes back to steal it, she overhears some of the conversation. Yeah, there you go. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you told me to go faster. You don't. I'm sorry, <laughs> I jumped ahead, man. I'm sorry, it's my bad. Um, but yeah, and you know, eventually Hawkeye gave her his blessing to keep doing her thing, and encouraged her to take chances and da 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 da. da be yourself. Go out with Patriot. Bam, done. End of story. But. Yeah. Again, it was great because you see the, the the beginnings of that relationship that this series really continued, which is now the basis for their characters. And from what I've seen, fans really love it. I know a bunch of people who have really taken a love to 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 um, Kate Bishop. So it's just really nice to see, you know. Right yeah. but, now, I've watched it 
the 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 episodes twice now. Okay. Um, and the first time I watched it, I still hadn't read the comic. Mm-hmm. So having read the comic and then rewatched it a second time changes mm-hmm. the whole perception and makes it way better. Okay, good to know. So the fact that I haven't watched it yet, but I have read the comic, another time, well, I'm going to appreciate it a lot more because not only will I see the the references, but I can appreciate them. Absolutely. Cool. What do you think, Leo? Uh, I read this after watching the first two episodes. And now, can you correlate things or appreciate them more because you've read the comic? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely the, the dynamic between the two. Um, it, it just adds just that additional layer, uh, while reading it, mm-hmm. you know, like, like the tracksuit mafia, you know, it, it's just better visualization, uh, visualization of, I know I said that wrong. Visualization. Uh, yes. There we go. Thank you. Um, come on, bro. Say it. Come on, come on bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. Um, I'm just and, and definitely, you know, uh, with reading the book, uh, definitely seeing, you know, where they took inspiration and flipped things around. And it, it's, uh, yeah, definitely allowed much more of an appreciation for the book. Well, that's great. I can't wait to I can't wait to watch the two once I actually have a minute to breathe. Yeah. So um, tomorrow will be the third. I know. So thank God. But um, it's how many episodes is it? Like eight, ten? Five, somewhere between five and eight. Oh, okay, it's not <laughs> bad. <laughs> Within that is probably your answer. Thanks, Rich. That's a lot of help. Um, yeah, no, it's gonna be be good. Does anyone know what's after? What's the next thing after this? I really don't know. Well, we have Boba in, on the 29th. It starts December 29th. Okay, but Marvel wise, I'm not sure. Uh, isn't it Miss Marvel? Yeah. Okay. So uh, we're getting. Oh, right. We have Hawkeye right now, mm-hmm. uh, and next should be they're saying Miss Marvel, and then Moon Knight, and then She Hulk. I hope Miss Marvel's good. I mean, I like the character, but there's like I can see so many ways they could go wrong. If it, and wrong doesn't seem the right way. I feel like it's just you know what I mean. Like I feel like certain things could be done well but certain things might not like it's just true are you what, hoping that it's based on the burn run or are you hoping it's not based on the burn run i mean like do you want those comedic elements or do you in the third the fourth wall or are you not we're, looking we're talking about she hulk no she hulk i i think it's i 100 i'm talking about Mar- miss marvel oh i'm sorry no miss marvel yeah miss marvel i just i i like i i was re- i was reading the series for a while um i thoroughly enjoyed kamala sometimes she was a little too fangirly which again as a as a fan i appreciated but sometimes i was like uh this could be a little annoying um but i liked her i you know it was nice seeing i you know especially when she had to interact with a lot of her heroes i think it was interesting because eventually she found her own footing um i think that's going to be personally as a fan um, I'm skeptical about that, but I'm still going to give it a shot. I, what were the other ones? Oh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight looks great. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited about that. I think, um, Oscar Isaac is going to do a fantastic job with that. And it's also funny because Moon Knight is an old character, but I, 
not a lot of people know still know about him. So I hopefully that'll bring him more to the light. Uh, True. We know is this the Mark Spector version? I think they said it is, but it's really hard to say if it's going to be him or any of the other personalities. I feel like it's going to be an amalgamation of all of them. Like I feel like we're going to see, you know, Mark Spector, David Grant, all of them. Um, that should right, be right. cool. Um, I'm very excited about She-Hulk. I really hope they take cues from the burn run with breaking the fourth wall and whatnot. It was really nice seeing Bruce Banner in the trailer mm-hmm. and Mark Ruffalo's Bruce, especially literally dr- dressed as Bill Bixby's version, which I was like that nice nod. Um, what was the last one, Leo? Was there so, one more? So, so they're saying Miss Marvel is summer. Um, so okay. maybe next might be She-Hulk, but for 2022, uh, they're saying we're getting, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, What If Season 2, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, and Secret Uh Invasion. Oh, Secret Invasion. So Secret Invasion is going to be the series, not a movie. Correct. Oh, that's going to be good. We're going to flesh out the scrolls. Yeah. Uh, And uh, also, um, Kevin Fahey is uh, saying he wants an X-Men series and the Disney execs are trying to convince him that it should be a movie. Listen, oh, yeah. I'm really excited that we're getting more X-Men 97. Mm-hmm. That I'm pumped about because I'm sorry. Anytime I've ever seen a group of X-Men, I'm always like, cue the theme song. Do, 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 do. And I just, you know, it's, it's, it's so hard not to want to, Get a synthesizer and just, you know, and then you just get really dramatic, you know. But um, you did that quite well. You know, I'm 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 a big fan of theme songs. You know, you don't you don't want me to see hear me my my rendition of the '90s Spider-Man. You know. Uh, it gets you know the, the the Aerosmith one from the '90s, you know. You know, I'm always partial to the uh, the '80s uh, Spider-Man and Friends. Amazing, and his amazing friends. Yes, and yep. Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Um, Firestar, Iceman. Firestar, Iceman, and Spidey. Oh God, Stan and Tiger. Oh yeah, and Tiger. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, I, I will say this just before we go. It was really funny because I was, I was over, I was over at my parents for Thanksgiving, and we had that lull as I talked about between dinner and that. And my mom has been cleaning out the attic, so she's been bringing down boxes to sort. And I found a lot of my old things, and um, just one bin. It's just full of random knickknack toys, and then I found my my complete collection of um small soldiers oh nice. if, you, if, if y'all remember that that 1997 something movie um and i and it reminds I, and I, me of something i'm gonna let you keep talking drew i'll be right back cool no worries but leo so i had those toys and then i was like i'm looking at them and i'm like god this is such a like i'm looking at that there's such a 90s thing and i remember because i found another box that had like all my old stuff including my street sharks Oh, nice. And I'm just like, dun, dun, dun. And, I, and I'm just thinking like, wow, like I put in, if I put my small soldiers with my street sharks, you know, whenever it's time for me to be a dad, you know, 
Hey, Dad, you, your toys were really weird. I'm like, yes, they were, son. Yes, they were. We had a lot more creative memory boxes, Mr. Drew. I also Go got memory box. Go for it. And this. Wow. Look at that. 1979. Do not drop that. No, oh, wow. I'll let that for a piece. That's awesome. And look, it's got his name on it. Just think I mean, Richie. I was Richie in 79. That's my share. I'm done. But it's just so funny when you when you find those old toys. And then my, my mom will just list. She's like, oh, they're all up there. Your Ghostbusters, Land of the Lost, Jurassic Park. Nice. And and I'm just I'm just thinking about it. I'm just like. Yep, if I took all of them and put them all on display and everything, I would look like the big, the kid, biggest kid about to have a nervous breakdown. That sounds but, like a fun project. Yeah, I know that's what I said. But Leo, we, oh, there we go. I'm about to say he's he's gonna get there. Yeah. I, so uh, I have an addiction. Uh, I've been pre-ordering the Transformers. Do you, do you think we're not aware of this? Like, yeah, it's. Like, this is like Jurassic Park. Like, he loves Transformers. He loves Transformers. See, see, nobody cares. Uh, yeah. So I had a another uh, large box show up the other day. Nice. Now, Leo, are you going to get that eight hundred dollar Lego at at? Oh hell no! Yeah. No, that's too much. No, no, no. Oh, you know what, Leo? What we should do, which I think would really be great, and Rich, we can add this to the list. We should read the Transformers Ghostbusters crossover. Oh yeah. Okay. I didn't yeah. know where there was such a thing. Oh yeah, no, it's fantastic. And especially if you know Ghostbusters, it's the team that's been working on IDW all this this time, um, Eric Burnham and Dan Showing. And they they really tie both franchises because it was the 30th anniversary for both of them. So they really tied both the franchises together in a way that it's in, in like a new kind of timeline, but you know, Leo, the way that they describe what really destroyed Cybertron, pretty fucking cool. Not gonna lie, I'm writing about it for screen right now. I'm very pumped, but um, we should totally because crossovers are always good. I mean, yeah. oh yeah, uh, you know, I, it's funny because I remember one point. Don't worry, don't worry, everybody, we're almost done. Um, <laughs> but there was a point where they just cross over Transformers with everything. Ghostbusters, Back to the Future. They did Terminator. Weird. Um, and I was just like, good, oh, they, good. Uh, the last one is, uh, it's a toy, so I'm assuming they did a comic of it. Uh, Jurassic Park. Right. Yeah. So I was just like, I was like, it's funny because when they mentioned Jurassic Park, I had that Ian Malcolm line. I was like, you guys were so concerned about if they could, they didn't ask if they should. And I'm just like, <laughs> what everybody feels. Um, no, but crossovers are always good. I mean, I mean, I also think another great one would be is if we reviewed um, ter uh, RoboCop versus uh, Terminator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was written by Frank Miller, y'all. So, you know, back when Frank Miller was a writer, you know, instead of kind of his own parody um and batman and that, versus predator yo listen i will hands down advocate when i read that first series that was um was that dark was, horse or idw 
No, no, that was Dark Horse. And I remember okay. that because that's Dave Gibbons was the writer for that. And it was the Cuberts were the artists. And that series was beautiful. Yeah, it was. Oh, my God. I got chills. I mean, the other two were still good, but the first series. Hands down. Hand, hands down. Spectacular. Yeah, that'd um, be a great one to cover. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. I can't wait. Yeah, it was a quick cross. Words today. Um, so, boys, cross but, um, uh, crowbars, crowbars. Crowbars, crowbars. And then we, we have to end on a holiday note, so we'll get that. Um, I will go first. Um, I'm giving this four, four, I would say actually 4.25. This was a great read. I recommend this for anybody. It's nice and easy. And the best part is you do not have to know nothing about Hawkeye and you'll still love this book. Um, I'm actually going to totally match you, Drew, for once. How about that? 4.25. I want to point out, it's okay. I can't tell you every week, someone at my job that I talk to on the phone will call me Bruce. I don't know. How any more clearly I can say my name? Yes, hello. This is Drew speaking. Oh, hi there, Bruce. I'm like, Drews. So, 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 do you say they call you Bruce? I, you know, sometimes I'll just go with it. One time I had this this very upset customer, and I played it off, like, yes, yeah, you know, I spoke to my associate Bruce, and uh, yeah, no, my name is Drew. I spoke to my, you spoke to my associate Bruce. Yeah, we sound. People tell me that we sound alike. I didn't have the heart to tell the same person. I just wrote, wrote with it. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, so I spoke to your associate, Bruce, in an email. And I'm like, my my, my, my boss was like, who's Bruce? And I'm like, it's me. Uh, they 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 always do this. I say my name clearly. And then and I was like, and like, oh, okay. And my head, the Ferris Bueller of, they bought it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Leo, you were going crowbars. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a little higher 4.5. I really enjoyed it. I couldn't put it down. Uh, you know, I blew through it all in one night. I loved it. Nice. Are you, are you going to read the rest like Rich did? Oh yeah. Oh, cool. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll add them to my, my queue. I'm, uh, I'm also reading, uh, Batgirl year one right now. Let me know how that is. Yeah. It's I'm halfway through it. It's pretty good. Um, also, uh, to all of our friends who are celebrating, um, okay, Rich, correct me if I'm wrong. With it. it's, 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 is it Lashana Toho? That is totally correct. That is a proper pronunciation, Drew. Great job. I've, went, I've, been, uh, I've had so many luck because I don't know how my arteries aren't clogged. Um, but uh, for everybody, all of our, any of our viewers who are celebrating Hanukkah, as I said, you know, a, a most wonderful, uh, is it Festival of Lights? That is 100% correct. Yes, I'm two for two. Nice. I'm getting that. I'm getting that matzo bingo. Um, but it's funny because uh, in my family, whenever it comes time, we always talk about watching. The only thing in my family that we will religiously watch around it comes to Hanukkah, it's the Rugrats Hanukkah special. And Rich, have you ever seen it? I have not. But I've heard some things. If you go on, if you have Hulu, mm-hmm. if you go on Hulu, I'm sh- I think all of Rugrats is on there. I okay. think it's it's on there. It is. It's only twenty something minutes. I guarantee you, you will laugh 
pretty hard. <laughs> a few moments is really adorable, I'm but it's but it it you know, you know how Rugrats do. It's just, but they have they have some good zingers in there. Um, and it's funny because I remember when we were talking about Thanksgiving, I went over like, oh hey, watch this for uh, for during Thanksgiving. But when it came to Hanukkah, I was like Rugrats and I don't know, eight crazy nights. <laughs> Pretty much. Right? I think think so. There's I don't really remember much of a market, but maybe the Hebrew hammer? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That's a, that's good, a great yeah. cult classic. Hey, got the Hebrew hammer. Um uh but oh god, it's I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I started going on a Hanukkah rant and I was just like, oh my oh my god, I'm gonna sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting verklempt? Listen, okay, I, I'm telling you, Murray, I was so verklempt, okay, I thought I was going to have a heart attack with her yitz. Okay, it was horrible. That's not even. And it's funny, I had a friend of mine who, he was just like, you do that a little too well. I was like, I've worked for, I've worked for one of your people. <laughs> An older gentleman, and let me tell you, no, no offense, some of those stereotypes are true. But all jokes aside, Rich, I, is it the third night? Third, fourth night? Third night. Sun, Sunday night was the first night. Okay, well, Sunday, Monday, happy Tuesday. third night of Hanukkah. Huh? Happy Thank third you. night to all of our viewers out there. Uh, we hope your dreidels always spin. The chocolate coins are delicious. And whatever you eat, whether it's matzah, gefilka fish, and everything, be merry. It's uh, Drew. It's it's kafilta fish. Kafilta oh, fish. Oh well, you know it's listen, disgusting, I, but it's pronounced kafilta fish. Okay, listen, go go go, filka, fuck yourself. Okay, that's all I got to say to that. All right, happy Chris Monica. <laughs> all right, uh, catch you guys later. Bye. Catch you guys later, everyone.